We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to Family Oneness, an exciting broadcast focused on God's families. Here, we will be discussing insightful, powerful, life-changing applications from the Word of God. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today. Bless you and welcome again to Family Oneness, focused on the family. A Bible-centered time of encouragement, sharing a word for fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, grand and godparents, all that make up our family unit. It's a word of strength and encouragement. The family we know is God's central power unit for changing lives and strengthening faith. I'm your host, Pastor Bree Jackson. I'm a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop Ari Jackson. I'm excited to be here with you again. Our message today is, Jesus is the light, found in the book of St. John, chapter 8, verses 8 through 14. I want to acknowledge our co-host and my pastor, Bishop R.A. Jackson. Good morning, everyone. He will join us at the close of our broadcast to say a prayer for our families. Bless God, bless God. Open your Bibles and turn with me to St. John, chapter 8, starting at verse 8, and it reads, And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground, and they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself, and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Then spake Jesus unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself, thy record is not true. Families of God, verse number 14 is where we want to be. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, for I know whence I came and whither I go. But ye cannot tell whence I come and whither I go. Bless God. That was St. John chapter 8, verses 8 through 14. Bless the name of Jesus. Families of God today, Jesus is saying in St. John chapter 12, he's saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus had already proclaimed in chapter 6, verse 35, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall not hunger, and he who believes in me shall not thirst. He had also said, saints of God, In chapter 7, verses 37 through 38, If any man is thirsty, let him come unto me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from this innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Jesus boldly claims his deity, and it demands a response. By not responding, saints of God, we're refuting the light. We're refusing the power of the light And we are rejecting the light sent by God by not responding, by not responding to the light. The enemy knows we then begin to refute the light. 
And then we begin to refuse the power of the light. And since of God, before long, we find ourselves rejecting the light sent by God. Oh, but today, today, families of God, we're declaring Jesus. He is that light and we will let that light shine. Someone shout, Amen. Somebody today may have to give up some things, some darkness to receive this light. We may have to forgive. We may have to devote vigorously to being a better dad or or a better mother. We may have to go back and clean up some things. We may have to confess some things so that we can walk in the light and not lose our soul in darkness. Jesus is the light. We can note that in St. John chapter 6, Jesus is the manna in the wilderness who provides for his people's hunger. In St. John, Jesus is the water from the rock in the wilderness providing for their thirst. In St. John 8, Jesus is a pillar of fire in the wilderness providing protection and guidance by his presence with them. Thus, Jesus is the all-sufficient Savior, providing for his people's every need, even when we're traveling saints through a barren wilderness on our way to the promised land. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. Families of God, with so much competing for our soul, we must be firm. We must be sure. We must be confident. And we must walk in the light. The background is Jesus was in Jerusalem. It was at the Feast of the Tabernacles. And during that feast, thanks to God, we've seen that the Jews performed ceremonies where the priest went to the pool of Salom and drew water in a golden pitcher. And then they returned with a procession to the temple where they poured out that base on the altar. Oh my, oh my. It commemorated God's provision of water from the rock that sustained Israel in the wilderness, thanks of God. It was the connection with that ceremony that Jesus be- begins to proclaim whoever drank of him would have rivers of living water flowing for th- from their innermost being. It was at that feast that Jesus begins to, if you will, connect the dots. At the same feast, the Jews also performed another ceremony of ritual where they lit four huge candle holders with torches in the court of the women. Oh my, in the court of the women in the temple. And that commemorated the fact that the Lord had been a, a pillar of cloud by day and a fire by night to protect and to guide Israel through the desolate desert for 40 years. Saints of God, that cloud appeared on the day that they left Egypt. Somebody today, your provision will appear when you leave. Oh, that's good. That's good news. The story goes on when we find ourselves where Jesus is talking, where a woman is caught in adultery. It's oddly placed in this gospel, saints of God. And the incident before where Jesus makes his claim to be the light and is at the Feast of Tabernacles when the spectacle was huge and the torches were lit. And in the people's mind, you can imagine by the time we get to St. John chapter 8, verse 20, Jesus Jesus tells them that he is that light. He's in the treasury. He's in the court of women where people could put their offerings into the receptacles. Jesus stands boldly and says, I am the light of the world. I'm excited. I'm excited because where there is light, there can be no darkness. Where there is Jesus, the enemy can't come in. Where the Lord puts his law down, the enemy must flee. We ought to be excited that Jesus declares because he is the light of the world. They remembered in the Old Testament, the Jews recognized the pillar and the cloud as the Lord in Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. 
Furthermore, families of God, the light was often used as a metaphor for God. Remember, Psalms 27 says the Lord is my light and my salvation. And in a prophecy about Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, verse 16, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. And those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. Saints of God, the Lord tells us that his servant, the Messiah, that he had appointed to him to be a light to the nations or the world in St. John chapter 8, verse 12. God says to his people, you will no longer have the sun for the light by day, nor the brightness will the moon give you at night. But but you will have the light of the Lord and everlasting light. Your God and your glory. Your sun will no longer set. Nor will your moon wane. For you will have the Lord for an everlasting light. And we know that to be true in the book of Isaiah chapter 16 verse number 19. It's enough to be excited about. To know that we don't have to walk in darkness. We don't have to have lack in our lives. We have the light of the Lord. Families of God, the enemy works against our families. He tries to keep us in darkness so we can't see that our children are blessed. He tries to keep us in the darkness so that we don't know that our families have been given the promises of God. He tries to keep us in the darkness that our husbands are leaders and providers. He tries to keep us in darkness that our mothers are teachers and protectors. And our sons are the fire and the prophets. He tries to keep us in darkness that our daughters are the beauty and champions. Somebody today needs to decree that we are the families of God. Know that if Jesus was there through our trials and our tribulations, our problems and our issues, abuse and abandonment, lies and deception. Keep on praying. Our God is a deliverer. Our God is a healer. And to ensure we're able to find our way back and to ensure we're never lost in darkness, he sent us a light. And this light can never be taken away from us because Jesus is the light of the world. Shout amen. Families of God, we must be careful. We must be careful to not refute the light. The word refute means to prove to be false, to be erroneous as an opinion or charge. We cannot invalidate by deliberately choosing wrong to give the lie to what is right to negate or debate. We must not repudiate or transgress the work of Jesus in the word of God. We cannot be divided. In St. Luke chapter 21 verse 9 it reads, But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines and pestilence, and fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these they shall lay their hands on you, and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues, and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what ye shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Families of the Most High God, we don't have to refute. We don't have to refute. We don't have to get to a place where we change our opinion. But instead, we receive the light. According to St. John chapter 1, verses 11, He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as receive Him, 
To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Secondly, families of God, we cannot refuse the light. The word refuse means to decline, to not accept, to deny, to refuse permission, to discuss the question, and to decline to submit to. We should not demur or hesitate, waver or balk at the commandments of Christ. We cannot protest or treat lightly somebody. We cannot sporadically make excuses, reprobate the light of Jesus in our lives. Because in St. Mark chapter 8, starting at verse number 34, it reads, And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. Verse 36. For what shall it profit a man if if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Families of God, we must not refuse. Do not refuse. Remember St. Matthew 10 and 33 summarizes, says this, But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. We're talking about the light today, the light of the world. We're talking about Jesus claiming, putting his claim into his enemies, that he was the light. He was the light that was sitting down from heaven. As we go on and read St. Luke chapter 8, we find that Jesus does not back down. He not only comes to a place where he tells them who he is, but he does not back down. When surrounded by his adversaries, he began to tell them that he is the light. So what is it about the light that causes the enemy to stand still well families of God we must understand where there is light there can be no darkness the enemy understands that when Jesus comes into the room when Jesus issues a warrant for his arrest he will be taken he will be taken captive that bill will be taken captive the issue will be taken captive that stress will be taken captive so today when Jesus begins to tell us as families of God that he's the light of the world we need to take some things captive Captive. Somebody today understands this message. Shout amen. You may need to pull over if you're driving. You may need to sit back down because when the light of the world enters into St. John chapter 8, we see that all things become still. They could not take him though they hated him. They could not rebuke him though he was just in the flesh. They could not make any type of accusations against him because what he said he could prove amen and amen. Families of God, we were once in darkness, but now we're in the light because we live as children of the light. So therefore, we understand that Jesus Christ came, he lived, he died and rose again, and that light continues to shine. Bless God, bless God. If you're just now joining us, preparing for virtual worship, or maybe you're at home doing personal study today, we're talking about Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. We're coming from the book of St. Luke chapter 8, starting at verse 8 through verse 14. We've talked about do not refute, do not change, do not change our opinion about the word of God, the light of Jesus Christ. We've talked about do not reject him, do not deny him access, do not obey him fully. And now we're talking about do not reject the light of Jesus Christ. Families of God, we say that because in our studies today, we know that the enemy wants us to reject the light 
because he knows in darkness he can change the dynamics of our families he can complicate being a father he can frustrate being a mother he can change the minds of our sons and our daughters when we walk in darkness Oh, but when the light comes in, when the light shines through, somebody shout with me, Lord, send the light. When the light comes into the room, darkness has to flee. Today, we're declaring over our families that Jesus Christ, he is that light and his light shines through us. Shout amen. Lastly, we're talking about do not reject the light. The word reject means to refuse to have, to recognize, to offer a better option, to not accept or grant the children of Israel rejected God as king. And we see throughout history what happens to them. It also means to disown or to apostatize, which means to change sides, to break faith. We see that in the, in the book of Romans chapter 1, verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Verse 23, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Families of God, we know the enemy has a plan. His plan is always to keep us in darkness. But we must surround ourselves with, we must walk with, we must live in the light. We must live in the light because our power and our strength comes from the light. Not only does our power and our strength come from the light, but our divine protection is in the light. Our Father God, in the very nature of creation, He created light, somebody. In the very creation of our nature, His nature in us, our nature in Him, He gave us the light to rule by day. Families of God, we must also understand today that light symbolizes something we need right now, which is strength and health for our families. As we look around at the conditions of this dark world, we must carry our own personal light. I want to stress to you, encourage you, pray with you that we hold on to the light of Jesus Christ, that we never let our light go out. By doing so, we will stop the enemy's plans. We will thwart his plans against the annihilation of our families I'm talking to somebody we don't have to be discouraged about our sons and daughters because we have a light somebody said let that light shine I myself know my grandmother someone said prayed for me had me on her mind took the time to pray for me we want to turn up the light today we want to increase our light today we want to refocus our time our mind our attention our spirit back on praising and worshiping God we see in the scripture, the book of Romans reminds us that these things are invisible in the creation of the world, but they're clearly seen somebody. And we can understand these things that were made because they came with an eternal power and the Godhead so that we are without an excuse. We are without an excuse. In verse number 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not 
There's something that comes from glorifying the father, giving him praise, lifting up the name of Jesus. As families today, we're encouraged by the scriptures and we know that the enemy wants to use darkness to keep our families in bondage. But when we shine the light, we can not only respect God, we can also reverence God somebody. We can reverence God. We get to the point where we want to glorify him and lift him up. I woke up this morning, the song says, with my mind stayed on Jesus. And so when we look at that from the scripture at verse number 22, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. We want to absolve this. We want to evade this. We want to avoid getting to a point where we think we know what we should do. But in everything, we give glory and honor to Jesus, who's the head of our lives and over our families. So today in closing, before we leave our broadcast for today, I want to share with you a conversation about the light, the light of Jesus. This light is a pure light. This light cannot be compromised. This light shines without any power or support from us. As families, we take upon ourselves today to not only receive the light, but to be clothed by the light and to live in the light so that we can be able to share with our sons and our daughters and all that make up our godly families, the power that's in the name of Jesus. I want to share with you that in the scriptures throughout John, all of the great scholars talk about the story about the woman caught in sin being out of place. It didn't really uh, belong in the, in the, in the scripture where we find it, that somehow we go from going from a religious, highly called out ceremony to a woman being caught in adultery, then being accused by those who stood around. Yes, I'm talking to somebody. This story seems to be so out of place that the scholars, when you begin to study, you'll find that there's different ways of describing what is going on some say Jesus found himself in the treasury others say that he found himself in a quiet place wherever Jesus was we know that there was a religious ceremony going on and then there were those men who brought this woman to Jesus to see what he would do to see if he would be righteous to see if that light so did shine today families of God when we pull this from the scripture when we begin to examine it for ourselves and for our families there's some things about my family that feel a little out of place I don't know if that's you hallelujah there's some things about sometimes having to go back and talk about things or what has happened in my childhood or who provided and who didn't provide if daddy was there or daddy wasn't there we get caught up in those conversations today I wear a t-shirt it's okay to be out of place as long as the light is shining in my life so Jesus begins to consider, not just consider, but the Bible says he literally stoops down and there's something about that will go into another day. And he writes on the ground. And I know that you know this story, but I want you to see the light of Jesus. I pray that you see how he doesn't need to stand up for the light to shine. In other words, just because you don't feel him moving doesn't mean he's not moving. Just because you don't receive that prophetic word that you need doesn't mean he's not speaking to you, somebody. Jesus stoops down and begins to write on the ground about what's going on. And the Bible says her accusers were condemned in their own conscience and they began to leave one by one. And that's where we stand today 
as families. It doesn't matter where we find ourselves in or out of text, on time or not on time, in the right place or not in the right place. With the light of Jesus, our adversaries, our accusers, that pain, that strain, that trial, that tribulation will have to flee one by one. And that is our prayer for you today, that our families would not only walk in the light, but we would also be victorious. I pray that you walk in the strength and know that the enemy doesn't want us all to get together. No, no, no. He doesn't want all of the mothers and fathers, sons and daughters to begin to praise the name of Jesus because he knows that that light would be blinding. That light would thwart his plans. That light would push him back. That light would cancel all of his assignments. Today as families of God, virtually we're lifting up the name of Jesus and declaring that we have that light. Praise the Lord, Bishop. While the Spirit of God is still moving, will you please come and say a prayer for us? Let us pray. Lord God, your families today are stirring up the gift that you have given us, making much room for much power. Not our own might, but your might, power working in us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your amazing love has been poured out for us at the cross and poured into us by the Holy Spirit. We want to taste and experience more of the depth and breadth and length and height of your amazing love. Help us to walk by faith. Help us to endure in suffering. Help us to fully embrace your son, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, So pour out your love in our hearts in increasing measure by the power of your Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We stand on the word of God today, knowing that we do not speak in the words which men's wisdom teach, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spirit things with spiritual. We hear from your throne room today. That the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is judged of no man. We had a question. Who has known the mind of the Lord. That he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. We are victorious. We bless your name. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. According to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations for ever and ever someone say amen and amen thanks again for listening to family oneness where we're sharing the word of god that encourages our hearts and connects us to the lord bishop and i aspire to continually be a voice of one crying in the wilderness for our families because we know from Genesis to Revelations is all about a bloodline and that bloodline being the family of god the family oneness prayer circle Sends our best and love to you all. And now a word from one of our young leaders. Hi, I'm Deacon Elijah Torian. And during the time of the COVID-19, we are having virtual service at The Rock.
Our virtual Sunday morning service is live at 1045 a.m. to 1145 a.m. on our Solid Rock Facebook page at Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith. Our drive through offering is also Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to 1035 a.m. We are located at 611 Amador Street in the city of Vallejo and our cross street is Florida. Our Wednesday night Bible study is also virtual at our Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith Facebook page at Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith. Services start at 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. More information can be found at srcof.org. Feel free to share your prayer requests with us online. Bishop, Pastor, and I look forward to seeing you there. We, we will, will see, see you, you at, the rock. at the Rock. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs>